right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Live tonight. Again, it's Monday. I hope you had a fine weekend. My weekend was pretty bizarre, to be honest. And I, and you know, there are many mistakes, okay, that a talk show host can make. And, you know, they're obvious ones, of course, if you say the wrong thing or if you do the wrong thing or you play the wrong music or you screw up that way or you swear on the air. Those are things that are just big mistakes. But there's another mistake a lot of talk show hosts make, and they make themselves the news. Okay. That's something that I try to avoid. I don't want to be the story. I don't want to be the guy who's in the story. I don't want to be the guy that, oh, well, Clyde had this happen, and but I have to share this with you. I just do because it, it's, it's, a, it's a sign of the time, and it shook me to the point where I had to talk about it tonight on the show. Um, Friday night when I got off the air, I had been, you know, I hadn't gone anywhere for a couple days because, of course, uh, you know, there were, COVID scares and all kinds of things going on. And, um, you know, we were off a couple days because of it. And just, uh, you know, not doing anything, just kind of keeping myself from exposing myself if there was COVID in the household or if there was COVID in the building or whatever. No, there wasn't. We're fine and everybody's fine. Uh, but Friday, I wanted to go out and do something. Usually, you know, at the end of the night, I either, you know, uh, I either drive out to a local eatery that's 24 hours and have myself something to eat, something to drink, and then I go home. Well, I went to the same eatery I usually go to. It's near my house. It's not very far from my home. And they were pretty packed. And so I'm thinking, I'm not going to get something to eat and get home on time. So I'm going to go over to the deli that's next door. So they have a place that's a restaurant. And they have this nice deli on the other side. And the, and the, and the lady there's very friendly. You know, she shouldn't get much business because usually it's people who play pool. And, of course, there's video poker you can play. I mean, we have more video poker machines in Las Vegas in this state. And uh, every once in a while, you know, if I'm bored, I'll throw in maybe 20 bucks or, you know, 40 bucks to see if I can win something. And um, so that night I was hungry, uh, wanted to grab something to eat, sat down at the bar. Uh, I got my usual, you know, soda and, and I wanted to get some fish and chips or something like that. And the cook was there that I knew from another uh, eatery that the same, owned by the same people. And I was having a chat with him and, uh, I was just, you know, minding my own business, 
And I decided to actually walk over and play a game or two because I figured, yeah, it's late. Let's see what I can do to see if I can win some money. Why not have some fun? And so I go up and I'm sitting there and I'm playing and I'm overhearing a conversation. And the conversation goes something like this. You hit on my girlfriend, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was your girlfriend. She was kind of hitting on me. Well, uh, you don't do that. That's not cool. Why are you always picking on me for, man? You're always bothering me. You're always coming after me. Dude, I don't need your attitude. Well, what do you expect, man? You're just you're just bullying me. You're picking on me. I don't get it. He says, dude, if you walk out of this place, I'm going to kill you. I heard that. I heard him say, if you walk out of this place, I'm going to kill you. He says, no, man, you're not going to do that. He says, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I will. I'm tired of you. I'm, I'm going to kill you. And, you know, you're sitting there overhearing this and you're thinking, should I say something? Should I do something? Should I go and run? But then if you do, if you go and you say something, it's overreaction to something that's just, you know, some guy saying he's going to kill somebody, you know, just kill some kid. You don't know, right? And uh, so then I'm minding my own business, not paying attention really to what's going on because, of course, there's loud, it's always loud. You know, people get drunk and they get loud. And I see this kid and he darts out this door that I'm sitting by because there's this, this side door. He darts out the door. The other dude runs out the other door towards his car, gets in his car, bam, 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 starts shooting. And he takes off. We hear the police two minutes later taking off. And then I don't know how it all ended up. According to Ron, I guess the kid got killed or something. Not He didn't die there, though, because I know that when the police showed up, they locked us in and they didn't. But the thing is, the gun was so close. I didn't see. I didn't see whether he shot the kid or not. I just saw some flashes and I felt the the concussion of the bullets going off, the gun going off. It, it was like fireworks. You know, when you're doing fireworks and you feel the mortars going up, I could feel that right next to me, right? And I was, I, I didn't hit the deck or anything. I just sat there. I, I thought, well, it's not going to matter anyway. If I'm getting killed, I'm getting killed, right? I'm not going to duck. So they locked us in. The police did interrogation. They didn't ask for any witnesses because they had it all on camera. And then apparently a guy came in and he said, we got, uh, a car surrounded there at the gas station down the street and then we got a car where uh, the victim is and we think he's not doing well and so you know we just want to know did anybody know the victim blah 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 no nobody knew the victim so I was immediately wrapping up my fish and chips and said I'm, I'm going home and uh, so I did but it it got me to thinking about safety it got me to thinking about you know open carry it got me thinking about this story that was just had where I think it was in Indiana, there was a shooting, and the guy who had a gun basically took out the assailant. And you start thinking about, you know, what's going on in your neighborhood, your community, and your country. And you start hearing about how, you know, you hear about the shootings going on in malls, you hear the shootings going on at schools, the shootings going on at supermarkets, and you think, oh, not in my neighborhood, right? And I was out of my neighborhood, actually, when I was at this place. It was a place where I know that there have been shootings before in the adjacent neighborhood, but never in that particular area. And so I realized that it almost as if, you know, you can't go anywhere without the threat of having gunfire. I mean, I've had gunfire go off in my street outside my home before. I've had a guy came into our apartment complex and shot 50 rounds into cars and vehicles. And it's a bad neighborhood. I mean, but no place is a good place, really anymore and americans are getting targets 
placed on their backs. And I, and I warned that this was going to happen. And so, you know, with me, I used to like to get out and do things, go out to bars late at night, used to hang out. But now I watch TV. I read, I'd read a lot of books. I read a lot of comic books. I read a lot of literature. I read a lot of things on the internet. I watch films. I mean, this is how I unwind. And, and so many times I, I share with you what I see in books, movies, and I hope you pick it up. I hope you pick the book up. I hope you watch the movie. I hope you, but this is where it comes home. This is where it's right at your doorstep. Hollywood becomes reality. Fiction becomes nonfiction. And you start thinking about where you are, that you're not safe anymore in this country. Not by a long shot. The police can't help you. No one can help you. You've got to help yourself. You've got to decide you're going to defend yourself and your family. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, Sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.